Welcome to Six Pack Cinema. On today's episode, we will be reviewing Spider-Man Far From Home. Following the events of Avengers Endgame, Spider-Man must step up to take on new threats in a world that has changed forever. What a bland description. Thanks for tuning in. You should review a movie. What's up, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to Six Pack Cinema and hanging out with us for a little bit. We are going to review Spider-Man. And when I say we, I mean my co-host Sheehan and Dave, because I will be not reviewing this because I do not enjoy these movies that much. But I'm here to intro them in and now i'm interested why does imdb have a um like that that description can be said for any superhero movie ever must step Mm -hmm. up to take on new threats in a world that's changed that could be any superhero movie well yeah they they kept it as bland as possible because that end game they knew was going to change everything and they wanted to keep it like as vague so people didn't get any spoilers we we saw this the IMDb IMDb page for Spider Man before Endgame came out. Oh okay, yeah, I so, that makes sense. Cause timelines because that, that's pretty weak, pretty weak. Oh, it's it's incredibly weak and it's it's accurate yet incredibly vague. Yeah. It's, All right. Well, this if this is your first accurate. time ever listening to Six Pack Cinema on a movie review, which we do every single Monday, movies and sometimes Netflix series or other TV series. How it's going to work is Sheehan and Dave are going to discuss the movie, their gut instinct, then they're going to talk about what they liked, what they didn't like, what they would change, and they're going to rate it on a two-pronged scale. One is cinematic, which is just how good of a movie this is. Try to keep everything. Expectations don't really play into that. It's just, hey, where does this land on a 1 through 100 scale? And then the other one is entertainment value, which a lot of these Marvel movies are really aiming for. None of them are really going to win awards, but... We'll see. You never know. We'll see where Dave Jimmy. and Sheehan land. I'm going to hand the mics over to them and bow out for a little bit. I'll be back when uh, you guys call my name. All right. Enjoy Before you talking. go, real quick, I just want to like, you're right. Absolutely right. At no point has ever an MCU movie been uh, you know, nominated for an Academy Award or like Best Picture. So, absolutely right. Yeah. Yeah. Except for last year. Yeah. Well, last wasn't. year what that was? happened. What was it? Black Panther. Hello. Oh, yeah. But. Mm hmm. No one yeah. really thought it deserved it. I oh, people did. I agree. It's actually, that, very good. But people did think it deserved it for some reason. I because th- yeah. it was a good movie. Yeah. All right, Jimmy, you're excused. Thank well, you. Here you go. Have fun. See you guys. Hey, hey, Dave. Hey. <laughs> All right. Um, What's up? So, I'll be honest. It wasn't the perfect Spider-Man movie for me. Um, it had two. Major flaws, right? And it started right off the bat. The um, the intro when they I loved how they had Whitney Houston like my heart will go on like in memoriam for the the old superheroes who died in Endgame. But it was such a forced like synopsis or like recap of everything that that went on. I love it, it, it though because it was so shitty and because it was done by high school students. Like they used I Getty know, images was, and stuff. But like, why would they be saying this? They this they're. There was this school report that played at the beginning of each school day. So, like, why are they telling all the no, kids No, was it? It wasn't, yeah. like, before each... I mean, like, the news thing, but they were saying, hey, our our video class finally finished this tribute to Iron Man and the Avengers. No, but that was, that was like, the morning announcement type thing. 
Yeah, they they played like shit like that in my like obviously not. I know, but like, why but... would they be? Why would they be telling the school like a recap of what's happened since the snap or the blip they called it? It was it was it was forced. It wasn't a, it wasn't a natural like summary of the of the, the events of the past five years. I I mean it was only the summary of events for like the past like two months since okay they yep. came back. Sure. Well, I, was, I, was, I felt it, like it, was it, it fit perfectly. It was uh, not forced this, at all. We can agree. We can we can disagree on that one. But that's fine. We can move on. It was overall a great movie. My snap judgment was I loved it. It was you you texted me like an asshole right after you saw it. I was like it was top five movie. I was like, fuck you, Dave. I hate when you do this. You set expectations way too high. But I might agree with you. Oh, yeah, no. This, I, I love this movie. It, this is the movie that made me realize Tom Holland is the perfect Peter Parker Spider-Man. Yes. Because I think Tobey Maguire was great at being Peter Parker and not great at being Spider-Man. In the inverse of Andrew Garfield, he was good at like the quippy Spider-Man, but his Peter Parker was like this hipster cool kid, which isn't who Peter Parker is. Mm-hmm. And Tom Holland finds the perfect balance between nerdy, awkward kid and quippy, super strong superhero. Yeah, uh, it's Tom Holland's great. I'm, I'm. It's very clear he's going to be the face of the franchise or the, the cinematic universe going forward, right? Yeah. Even though, I, even though I like that they're like setting that up because Peter Parker can be that character for the MCU. Even though he's only, he's only on the contract for one more movie. But I'm sure they're just going to renegotiate it. And they have to. They, that was probably... The original contract was just like in case he sucked. Probably. The only movie I think that Tom Holland has been in since he got signed to be Spider-Man mm-hmm. is like one... Uh, not really Western... Like fantasy movie that bombed. And everything else has been Disney movies. So he clearly uh, has a current- good relationship. Current War was filmed beforehand, right? Yeah, that was filmed beforehand. Okay, it's just finally coming out. Yeah. Okay. So he, he has a good relationship with Disney. He's in a ton of their stuff. He's in an uh, animated movie next year, so he's very clearly happy with the company. That's true. It always jars me when I see him in an interview when he's British. Yeah, he, like, do, he does a Queen's accent really well. It's jarring. Well, he, he is from England, right? Yeah, he's, he's from England. But he of course, does, his, no. his accent's really well, you know? I was saying he does a Queen's accent from What's New York. What's a Queen's accent? Oh, well, you can't say that. When you say the Queen's accent, you're assuming it's fucking England. Like you're Queen's English? Moron. No, if you say it's Queen's English, that means... Or is it King's English? <laughs> Sorry, I'm just watching Jimmy laugh. Yeah, he's laughing. <laughs> you're a fucking Fuck moron. you guys. He's from England. You say he's got a Queen's accent. It's me, to me, that's... Okay, whatever. You're right. No, he actually he, he does a, a Queen's New York accent, for sure. Ah. <sighs> <sighs> Whatever. Jimmy, right. fuck you, okay? <laughs> He's just sitting there in the background laughing at me. It's nothing new. Okay. <laughs> Do you want to give a quick overview of the plot, and then we can call out our favorite moments, or... Okay, sure, yeah. He went on vac- He went on a, uh, was a study abroad, or the uh, European trip to do in high school. It was, he was supposed to go to all these different uh, countries, and it was, like, really shittily booked. Uh, he was there. He was His big, like, goal was to tell MJ how much he loved her. And I cared about her. He was going to buy her a Black Dahlia necklace, which is dark as fuck, if you know Black Dahlia. And uh, it all got disrupted because this guy, uh, Jake Gyllenhaal, a.k.a. Mysterio, fucked everything up. Do you yeah. want me to keep going further? I mean, I could, I could summarize the whole movie, but people are probably going to know what I'm talking about. Yeah, no. All right. So, yeah. 
Elementos came through a portal from another world. He and Mysterio team up, fight them. Afterwards, you find out they're holograms, and Mysterio has been playing a trick trying to get access to Tony Stark's mm-hmm. satellite network. And so Spider-Man has to team up fighting Mysterio. Or, not team up. He has to fight Mysterio, and he doesn't know duped. what's real. You got duped, and you got... It, it was... It was I mean, I get it. It was, it was, it was those, those, uh, projector images from, from Mysterio. Mm -hmm. It brought me right back to like, uh, Dr. Strange level, like visuals. And I thought nothing will ever tops Dr. Strange. And of course, like, you know, like the kind of like, Oh yeah, no, for for sure. I, I was about to say that the first time he fights Mysterio and he gets his ass handed to him and it's that like 10, 15 minute, like just trippy sequence. That is in the top three coolest sequences of any film I've ever seen. Yeah, I think because just it like was how the, they was, use visual effects, because it was it was the it was like the the fake world of like any kind of like dream sequence you've ever seen in any movie. But then like he was slamming into like columns that weren't actually there because it was obviously in the real world he just couldn't see anything. That added just, the, like that that took it from a great scene to like an extra added element to be like amazing. Plus, like the psychological ways that he was fucking with Peter, where he oh would, my God. he would like grab MJ by the throat, hold her over the bridge, which is how uh, Gwen Stacy dies in the comics, and what happened in the first oh, Toby, really? Toby uh, Maguire movie. And then he one of Dead the lines Tony was Tony Stark would still be alive if you were better at your job. Fair. It was just a Fair fucking point. brutal sequence. And then seeing it, did you see the the slow the slowed down like frames of of the Iron Man coming out of the grave? Yeah, it's terrible. He had like he had like the the Tony Stark mustache and like yeah, maggots it, calling from the eyes. It was they didn't hold back at all. No, and I thought it Jake was, Gyllenhaal was perfect as Mysterio in this movie. It almost makes me upset that he's was a villain because he would. Yeah, I, I liked him both times as Mysterio, where, like, the first half, where he's, like, pretending to be a hero, mm-hmm. and I actually convinced myself a little bit, I was like, you know what, that's not how he is in the comics, but I like this way that they're going with Mysterio, he's great, like, I love this relationship between them, and then as yep. soon as that heel turn comes, and he's just, like, this campy comic book villain, he plays it so well. Actually, I think you bring up a good point here, um, they did a great job of making us like Mysterio. Who is a well-known world cra- world-class villain from the Spider-Man comics, and they still managed for us to be like, "Oh yeah, hey, this guy Jake or Quentin Buck or whatever, he's not bad. I like him. I like this. I like how what he's doing here." Oh yeah. Well, I think you know that's tough to the, do. The MCU doesn't follow like characters exactly, so it, it, there's like that little sliver of doubt that maybe they're gonna change him, and like it could be a multi-film arc where he becomes a villain. He started well, I mean, out actually a hero. That'd be like watching Batman and be like, hey, this guy was his friend. Call him the Joker. Yeah, he's pretty cool, right? I mean, it's no. it's kind of like how Loki was a straight villain in the first one and became like an anti-hero by, the, by Infinity War. Well, yeah, but like that that was a character progression from like it was a villain that's, in the beginning. That's what I'm saying. That. This could be the opposite where he wanted to be a hero. Because that's his arc in the comic books where he wants to be a hero. He just – and no, in this yeah. movie, he wants to be seen right, no, as he, a hero. You're absolutely right, but he, he – yeah, no, that's a good point. But it's it's it, the character development was never like the the arc wasn't there. It was all like a ruse, so it made sense from the beginning. What he yeah, was no, doing. I I agree with that. I just think 
I I had allowed myself that sliver of doubt that oh maybe he will be like this hero mm-hmm. who like everything just goes wrong and he becomes a villain. Which was his credit to MCU for creating all these characters the way they do. Like, mm-hmm. like you said, there's always a sliver of doubt. So I just sure. really, that, that I speech where he was, gets like, up on the the bar and he's thanking everyone and everyone's like yeah fuck Tony Stark. That's another thing I hated. I didn't like that mm. speech. Why? That was so fucking forced. That was just like the opening credits or with like the, the high school kids doing it. That was such a forced recap of how they got there. I disagree because he was clearly like a throwback to like comic book cheesy villains. And that was an that. absolutely like a campy villain monologue. I know. You've, you've, been, you've been calling it campy as if it's like a good thing or like a – like what was it? Like a home type feeling. It's To me that was – out of character for MCU because they've always been so clever and it was an easy route from the tip. I don't know, and especially when he's talking about how they made up the interdimensional travel and he's like, because that's just what people believe now, fucking idiots. I know, yeah, that, like, one one of those, like, giant revelations would have been cool, like, placed in there, but it was just like, bam, this guy, that guy, that guy, th- these things happen all this way. It was just like, hey, we, ha- we, just, we just succeeded. Everyone, we're all in the same boat. Let me just take a toast and explain to each and every one of you exactly how we got here in chronological chronological timeline. It was weird. I wish they had like, I, a little more nuanced way to, to, to summarize what happened. Oh no, it's it's a comic book movie, man. You gotta we we didn't take we points hope- off for in in Endgame when all the women stood together and it was a super pandering shot. I'm not gonna take points oh, off for I took them explaining for the story. No, no, I, that's I give them points for being nuanced and clever. Um, this one was a uh, demerit point for them. Okay. think you're being way too hard on it. Well, we gotta, we gotta be critical as, uh, like Jimmy likes to say, we'd be critical of them as in we would do every other movie. Right, Jimmy? Thumbs up. Thumbs up. Bad boy. Same page. He liked Spider-Man. Just not that well. Alright, anything else you liked? What didn't I like? Other than those two items. Um... Oh, I, I really like this rendition of MJ. Me too. Because she's a MJ's... lot closer to the comic book character, too. Really? Because I always she... felt like the comic book character was, like, way more um, not outgoing or, like, girly. No, it's just you know? been, like, the movies where she's, like, a damsel in distress. In the comic, okay. she's a big, like, supporter of Peter Parker and, like, and okay. of him being Spider-Man. She just, want, she just doesn't want to be the damsel in distress. She wants to help out. Which is what causes yeah. friction, because she'll like put herself in harm's way. Yeah, I, I guess. I mean, I never really liked the Spider-Man comics growing up, but I liked the like, you know cartoons, obviously, and the movies. But what I like most about MJ in this one is that she is she's more manly than Peter Parker for sure. Oh yeah, and she's that like like she's the kind of girl that I would have been like a, like in love with in high school. Same. It's kind of like rebel, um, witty as fuck kind of girl, you know. Mm. Zendaya is just. Pr- She's so good in the role. And did you see at all the press? She she dyed her hair uh, MJ Red. No, oh, really? All the press, yes. And it, oh, looks, she was, it looks great. So I hope she has that in the next movie. She was probably trying to audition for to be Ariel. That's too bad. <laughs> um, she's got a really long neck. I, I was actually dis- distracted by how long her neck was in a lot of the movie. I didn't notice that at all. You didn't notice it? I mean, it's honestly like six inches longer than a normal neck. I doubt that's Maybe, true. Maybe because she's got a tiny little face or something. The, the, the proportions are way off. Google, Google her. I'm, I'm looking it up on my phone now. Okay. I'm going to do it. Do. I don't think I'm crazy here. 
I want to say Zendaya long neck. Yeah, this is the uh, pops up in Google. Very long neck. See, she on her own Instagram, she calls herself the long neck legend. Okay, I see that in some pictures. Right? I didn't notice of... it in the movie, but yeah, that's the long fucking neck. Right? It's kind of crazy. That thing's like eight inches long. It's stupid long. But I think it's because she's got a tiny head or something. Maybe. The portions are off. It, was making, it threw me off while, while I was watching it. It made me think, like, hmm, that's weird. Hmm. Um, Nick Fury is a big point here. Uh, actually, let's just talk about the whole post-credit scenes. Both of them? Which one do you want to Look, tackle first? Okay, well, there's three items. First, uh, what's his name? J, um, blanking. J, no. J, what the fuck? Help me out. Who are you talking about? The guy. The great actor. The reporter. Jake Gyllenhaal? No. Oh, J.K. Simmons. Yes, J.K. Simmons. J. Is back as J. Jonah Jameson. Wonderful. I lo- and I uh, love that they updated him to kind of like an Infowars, like, mm-hmm. conspiracy theory. It's perfect for modern No age. longer the shitty, like, floundering paper. He's, like, the shitty, like, like... Conspiracy site. Yeah, but, like, those aren't floundering. All those are opposite. Those are the ones booming right now. Mm-hmm. So he's, uh, he's an inf- influencer now. Because obviously he couldn't become um, a photographer for the Daily Bugle. He's still in high school, still in high school you know? You couldn't yeah. introduce that. Well, and of a lot yes, of, yeah. like, the recent comics and the video game... He, he doesn't work at the Daily Bugle. Like, that was just a college job, and he, he's, like, a scientist, which is yeah. what Peter Parker should be. He's, still, he's a smart guy. Obviously, they played that up in the, the Happy Hogan scenes when he's on the plane. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, but just uh, the fact that they just kind of abandoned that right away, maybe, maybe it was great. Also, crossing timelines of the Tobey Maguire uh, series, just kind of like as a hat tip. I and love it. J.K. Simmons right. was, hands down, the best character of those series. For sure. And I, I was reading an interview with Kevin Feige where they asked, they're like, oh, did you consider like lots of people before deciding to go back? And he was like, no, there was never any other character we or any other actor we considered for the role. If we couldn't get him, we were going to have a different, like it wasn't going to be J. Jonah Jameson in that scene. Mm-mm. Yeah, nobody, absolutely nobody can yell like him. <laughs> it was it was perfect. And it I also like, because it for those of you who didn't stay for the post credit scene or don't remember it. You're they revealed that Peter Parker is Spider-Man in some doctored footage from Mysterio. He leaked to J. Jonah Jameson. I like this for two reasons, because I think it's enough that, like, it's a conspiracy site, so most people will probably be like, eh, that's probably not true. <laughs> but it's enough that it'll still turn Spider-Man into, like, the menace of New York and have, like, criminals after him more. Well, it certainly puts all of his plans in, like, jeopardy. He can't yeah. go back to school. May, Aunt May's in danger, so like it, it throws everything in the well, fire. That, that's what, what I think is going to happen, though, is he's going to go into Tony Stark's penthouse, or his home, wherever he is now. Well, I, I think there's two ways they could handle it. One is that it's a conspiracy site, so most people don't believe it, but it's still like popular, and it's still causing oh, problems for his life. That's out of the so, bottle, man. Or, in the second post credit scene, we're shown Talos is still around, which we'll talk about, but Ooh. it's very... E- Talos, the scroll. Oh. Yep. Um, it's very easy for him to morph and look like Peter Parker and have the actual Peter as Spider-Man in the same place. So Ooh. you can see them both there, and you'd be like, well, clearly he's not actually Spider-Man. Ooh, that's a great point there. Which I like because then it discredits J. Jonah Jameson, which gives him more of a reason to hate Spider-Man, and he was actually right. And that's a really quick, like, 
fix. Mm -hmm. You just have to be on camera. Yeah. It's awesome. That's that's a. I mean, that's so simple, and it's, it has to be what's going to happen. Yeah. I mean, it's the but only it, reason I could think that they would have Talos in this movie. I mean, it was. Yeah. No. I mean, well, they they introduced Talos like literally last year, so it was a good time to put him, bring him back. Uh, it it kind of threw the timeline. Some people think that Sam Jackson has been actually Talos the whole time, which is bullshit. He's that's, not. They came no. out and said that's he was only Talos for this movie. Yeah. Um, that brings in other questions of what what Sam ja or Nick Fury is doing like up there. How about uh, what's her face? Um, Robin Robin Sparkles. Well, yeah. I for two things really quick. I think Samuel Jackson isn't getting enough credit for him acting in this movie because the entire movie I thought. Like, something's up with Nick Fury. Like, he didn't yep. act like Nick Fury in other movies. So I thought, wow, the direction was either really shit or something's up. Mm -hmm. So he was playing, what's the thing from uh, Tropic Thunder? He was playing a dude, acting as another dude. Yep. And uh, it was, I, I butchered that quote. You but. did, you did. Um, I'm a dude playing a dude dressed like another dude or something like that, you know. Something like There's that. There's three dudes, but... Three. Yes, uh, I thought he was off just because you know he he just came back from dusting. He he's, he's mm -hmm. he failed magnificently with the Endgame Infinity War timeline. He's he's coming off two huge L's, and he died. He dusted. So I mean that's that's gonna screw with anybody's psyche. Well, and uh, there's a couple of things throughout the movie where he there's a quick cut to them talking at one point and they're talking about the Kree, mm -hmm. Kree yeah. sleeper cells. And then yep. in the beginning when he's introducing Spider-Man to Mysterio, he mentioned, oh, he's from an Earth, but not your Earth. He doesn't say our Earth. Yep. But, I mean, that's, that that to me was Nick Fury being classical like him. Wait, like, yeah, it could go either way, but it makes sense now in hindsight. Yeah, and the whole Kree conversation was like just, I thought that was baiting for like future movies to throw back to. Mm -hmm. Just plant like implanting a little scene. So but it, it also makes sense that Talos would be concerned about that. Oh, of course. It makes all it makes all the role right now. And so, do you think the the last scene of Sam Jackson on the scroll ship is setting up Sword? Yes. It's got to uh, be, right? Sword is the uh shield for extraterrestrials outside of Earth, correct? Yeah, it's it's like uh the shield for the galaxy, not just yep. Earth. Uh I think it's actually more uh along the lines of Tony Stark's like Wish, which is a shield of, of armor around the Earth, a suit of armor around there. I think that's what the, I think that's what his goal yeah. is. Because Sam Jackson could give a fuck about the galaxy. He's concerned about Earth. That's what his. Well, I is. I disagree. If he's known about aliens since the '90s, and he's clearly become good friends with Talos in that time, but he's using them to protect like Earth. But I think he he's just he's cares aware. About, he cares about them now too. Of course, yeah, and he's harboring them on Earth because they didn't have a home. So I mean, he's concerned about the galaxy and things going up there in the sense that like he doesn't want them coming through his front door. So he's building a like a front door that can't be kicked in. That's my theory. Yeah, I mean, I, I think, think it's I think just like comics sword. Yeah, I think I think he's trying to build a, like a force field around the world, and it Which, won't work. Sword will also make sense if they're going to take like five, ten years to build to the next Avengers. Because mm. this will be like the peacekeeping for the galaxy if there's no Avengers, which like. They can be the outposts for Captain Marvel to go to and, like, have contact with people. They can, yeah. like, monitor all the galaxy threats until Avengers come back. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I honestly, if, if they start going full space route, I might be out a little bit on the MCU. 
Uh, well, they've said that's what they're doing for years for Phase 4. <laughs> I know, but, like, but entirely, like, removing from Earth? Not entirely, but they said it's, like, where all the focus is. Which is crazy. Like, you're still going to get, like, Spider-Man and, like, Doctor Which Strange. Which we need that. We need, we need, like, yeah. I need to go to Anchor Back to Earth because it's, like, you know, it's it's somewhat loosely, crazily based in reality. It's, like, if I can see the scenes, the settings, and, like, understand, oh, that's New York. Oh, that's, like, you know, downtown. That makes sense to me. I, I love Guardians of the Galaxy, but I'm just, like... Between Guardians and Thor much. Ragnarok, those are the movies I care about going forward. I know, but they're just, like, not nearly as, as, as like, entertained to me as, you know, Iron Man, Captain America, like, World War II type shit. I don't know. Yeah. Wakanda. We still have so much Wakanda to look at. Yeah. We're, well, that, we're, that's still, we're still promised two more Black, Black Panthers. Black Panther in space. No, we can't have Black Panther in space. I think he joined the Guardians in the comics for a run. That's stupid. I want I mean, Shuri. I want are Shuri. Stupid at times. I want I want Black Panther, Shuri with Doctor Strange and Spider Man, and give me you know Professor Hulk in the background. Sure, Falcon and will Ant-Man. deal with Ant Man. Sure. Of course, we need Ant Man. We're promised one more Ant Man movie, uh, and then with with Thor popping in every now and then to get his beers. It's just. Give me that stuff. I don't care about well, the Galactica or whatever. Uh, I, mean, I do. I do care about um, what's his name, the uh, the Golden Kid. Mm, the one that uh, at the end credits of Guardians of the Galaxy Two. Oh, uh, Adam Warlock. Yes, I do care about that guy. Yes. I'm really excited to see him come out. Yeah, no, he's apparently uh, debuting in Guardians Three. Yeah, look, looking forward to that. All right. Um, do you want to get into reviews? We t- we covered everything. Ratings? Yeah, I think we covered basic thoughts yeah. on the movie. No, no, that was just initial reactions. You want to review it now? Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Ratings. Uh, let's go with critical first. Uh, do you want to go? Sure. I have this at an eighty-nine. I told you I really liked the movie. Um, mm-hmm. and this actually knocked Endgame out of my top five MCU's, and it's in the number five slot now. Okay. Um. I don't offhand I can't remember my top five MCUs, but this one is is for sure in the top five just because of like the how for just entertainment factor alone because I was gripped by it the entire time. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one for me, critical. I'm going to go with uh, 82. Not bad. I I, I held those uh, those those shitty recaps like pretty heavily against them because I know they're better than that and it was sloppy and I know it was a like you said it was a campy superhero movie but like. They gotta be better than that. Everything else is great, but I mean, those are two substantial moments of like, just like, let's rush this recap. I did, I mean, they fit perfectly in the universe, so I don't know what more you can ask for there. A little more nuance. That's what I'd ask for. And the focal no, racking was a mess. No, it was fantastic in the fantasy scenes. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's go on right. to uh, popcorns, which is just straight up entertainment value. That's got to be a one, right? No. No, no, of course <laughs> not, know. man. We're going to go with a rare six. Six? I would give oh. it a six. If we the only ones I think Shane might have an aneurysm. Or not Shane, I, Jimmy might have an aneurysm. If the only ones I've ever earned six is our Spider-Man Far From Home and Mission Impossible. Two of the best movies we've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and even five. So, um, I don't know the offhand calculator what's it 82 plus 89 oh frozen. great radio 
Yeah, it was 89 equals... It's 86. 86. 85.5 is so around 86%. That's fair, I feel. Yeah. All right, Rotten Tomatoes. What do you think this is critically? Critically, uh, 93. It's a 90. Audience okay. score? 99. 96. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Absolutely. Because people love this shit. Oh, yeah. This, this was great. This was exactly... I think this was also a... We didn't talk about it in the review, but this was a perfect epilogue to, like, Phase 3, after Endgame and everything. Mm-hmm. It's like a nice little palate cleanser, and I liked... I saw somebody on Reddit pointed out that the first movie, Iron Man, ends with Tony Stark revealing himself to the world, and this movie ends with Spider-Man getting revealed to the world. So it's come full circle. The next Tony Stark's revealed. True. I like that. <clears throat> All right. So, um, Jimmy, you want to come back in on here? You want to say hello? Is he muted? No. Yeah. You want no. you want to take us out here? Hello. Sorry, I was only talking to <laughs> one mic. I heard fives across the board for popcorn. Yeah. Sheehan with an 82. Yep. I had an 89. So average to an 86. 85.5. So what, did this uh, beat Into the Universe or whatever? The last Spider-Man? Yeah. Well, it wasn't, uh, wasn't the same. Um, that was a, the same. Well, yeah, but it's Spider-Man. 4.587, and this is a 587? 86. 86. Wow, just below. I rated this lower, though. Yeah, I rated this lower than I did. So did I. So for anyone listening at home and you want to know. You rated this the same. Me? 82? Yeah, 82 is what you gave it the first time. I gave into uh, Spider-Verse and 92. 86. Spider-Man Homecoming? Jesus. We have one other thing that is 86. It's Get Shorty, which was a show that Sheehan and I did. Oh, and uh, American Criminals was 86. What the hell is American was... Criminals? American Animals. 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 Oh, yeah. I was like, what the fuck did we review? They were criminals, yeah. which yes. would have been a bit more, you know. Let's see. We got a lot they of were animals. This is a very popular Green Book, Darkest Hour, Blade Runner, a lot of 87s, a lot of 85s, Avengers. You guys have this above Avengers. Do you agree with that? Infinity War. I Infinity agree War, that. yes. Endgame, no. Okay. Do you agree with uh, that, Dave? I, I said this beat out Endgame for my top. And you have it above oh, us. You agree with that? Above us? Yes. Oh, definitely. And Tully? Yes. And, and I, Tanya? Uh, Where the hell is... Uh, yeah, I suppose. I Where is it? You gave I, Tanya a 90, yeah. Fuck, sorry. I gave I, Tanya a 90. All right. Well, there you go. That ends <sighs> it. Hey, anyone listening, if you enjoyed that, and you heard a little bit about the other scores. We have a back catalog of how many How many movies do we have now? 88. This was our 88th movie or show reviewed. So go check out the back catalog. Listen to all of that. Go follow us on talking. Go follow us on Six Pack Cinema Instagram, Six Pack Cinema Ouch. Twitter, Six Pack Cinema Facebook, Six Pack Cinema YouTube. Follow us everywhere. And uh, thanks for listening. We'll see you later. Love y'all.